Julie, I can't hear you. That could be me. One second. Yeah, that's me. There you are. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Very well, thank you. I love the shirt, Treyarch. Thank you. <laughs> I thought I'd represent today. Yeah. And a bit of, <laughs> bit of art in the back. Is that Ray from Star Wars? It is. That is a painting oh. of Ray. Are you a fan? I love her very much. Yeah. I am. She's yeah. a great character, isn't she? Yeah, she is a great character. I like her very much. Plus anyone who can like hang out with BB-8. Oh, BB-8 had my heart. My new personal friend, yeah. Like, my text tone is BB-8. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So were you always a big Star Wars fan or what? It kind of grew as I got older. Yeah. Like, I I definitely loved Star Wars when I was younger, but something in the resurgence kind of brought me back to it in a different way. And um, understanding the stories now as an adult has a different weight. So, yeah. Oh, in in the older trilogies or the new, or what? What do you mean by that? Um, I mean, I always, you know, I grew up with four, five, and six, as we're supposed to call them. Um, yeah, I'm uh, not the biggest fan of one, two, and three, uh, <laughs> but everything from four on, I've enjoyed, uh, including. Rogue One and Solo, and I know people have their issues, but um, I, I I just kind of contend. Last Jedi, I, I I continue to love the whole story, um, yeah. but yeah. And then I had an opportunity to um, to consult on and work with the 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 experience of um, Vader Immortal, the VR series. Um, oh wow! So episodes one, two, and three, and I actually did all of the body capture, the motion capture for Zoe three, who takes you through the whole experience. No way! Um, wow! But yeah, and then I got to sort of consult on some of her character development. So what's yeah. that out on? That uh, it originally debuted on um, Oculus Quest, I think. That was part of the uh, the launch. Um, I haven't kept track of who gets to have it now, but I know you can yeah. have Quest. Yeah, right. Ari here says, did you watch the Clone Wars animated series? Have you watched I watched some, not yeah. all of it. I try to keep track of partly what my friends are doing in addition. <laughs> um, but to be totally honest with you, I really was wanting to introduce my kid to Star Wars Rebels. But here's what happened. I pushed too hard. I pushed <laughs> Star Wars too hard. And my kid... You know, I appreciate the free will. That's great. It was like, no, 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 no. You pushed Harry Potter. There will be none of that. So Star Wars, we <laughs> he got hooked on the Mandalorian. So now Ooh. I'm like, listen, dude, you like the Mandalorian. We could talk about like some rebels and clone wars. And he's like, no, 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 no. I got I got to kind of like work him into stuff. So you just got the one son? I do have the one son. How old is he? My whole son, he's uh, ten. Did he say something funny on you? You mentioned on Twitter the other day. He says lots of funny things. He says lots of funny things. He says, um, "Oh God, I know." He recently said something about how voice is power, which was really incredible because the conversation we were having was about the civil rights movement, and he just started pontificating around oh. this whole idea of like how important it is to use our voices and i was like tell me more child tell me all the things um and it's funny because i i 
I mean, I'm, I'm relatively, you know, I'm not private about the fact that I have a child, but you know, I, I yeah, yeah, try yeah. to retain his privacy, you know, just cause I'm relatively out there doesn't mean he has to be, Of course, um, yeah. but I found it interesting that he does say some really funny or delightful or insightful or profound things. And occasionally someone will reply like, yeah, bullshit. He didn't say that. And I'm like, you don't know my child. <laughs> He's that guy. <laughs> so, is he a, is he a gamer? Uh, he, he, he is, he would say he is, he would say he's grinding on Roblox all the time. Grinding uh, on so right. that's, nice. <laughs> that's his thing. He's nice. all over. He's very Roblox oriented, but, uh, yeah, I think we'll be, we'll be moving into a little more of a, a, a console thing relatively soon. But I'm, he knows I'm what, thinking of, he knows what mum, mum does for work. Yeah. Yeah, otherwise he just thinks I'm I'm like beating people up when I'm in my recording studio upstairs all the time. He just thinks I'm kicking the shit out of people. <laughs> no, he knows what I do. He knows what I do. And he, does he think he knows, it's cool? Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does, especially now that he's a little bit older. I think at first it was like, you do the thing. But now he's like, oh, you do the thing. <laughs> yeah, it's going to get cool, cooler and cooler as he <clears throat> yeah. gets older. So how was so. um how's twenty twenty for you? Because you mentioned you got a recording studio. Was that built well, for that, or was that earlier on? I've actually had my studio in my house for years. Oh, nice. Um, I certainly souped it up when uh, the uh, quarantines occurred. Uh, very quickly. Um, mm. Most of us who already had studios needed to turn them into broadcast quality immediately. Um, so, you know, increased internet speed a little bit, added Source Connect standard, um, did a few other things. But but I've been able to record from home <clears throat> for a long time. I would say like 95% of my auditions have always been done from home. Um, wow. And after all this time, auditioning. I certainly appreciate getting booth direction and, and whenever I can go in front of a casting director, that's wonderful. But so much of what we do is self-directed at this point. So after all this time, I think, I think I'm pretty good at self-directing. And when I'm not, I think I'm, I think I've gotten really good at recognizing like, oh no, 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 I need help with this one. This isn't something I can do on my own. And if I can catch that early enough, then I won't obsess for seven and a half hours on one piece of copy. Wow. Which I could do. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> but yeah, I've been recording from home yeah. this whole time. All of, you know, since March 13th, whenever we locked down, I have been in my little padded place recording and so uh, it's been amazing. What mic do you use, can I ask? Do you have a specific <clears throat> mic that you go to? You may not ask. That is too personal. Oh, dude. is it? I'm so we sorry. We are not far enough into this interview, <laughs> sir, for you to ask me such things. Uh, I use I use a Neumann TLM 103. Oh, I've heard that one um, before. I like it very much. I have uh, a have a little uh, I have a little U87 envy. I have to admit, there's part of me that kind of wants to get a U87. But, oh, really? you know, right now I'm going to chill. But, yeah. Coalition here says, Julie's child seems smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I do feel like, uh, you know, if we if we listen to kids, you know, I, I could say the same thing. You know, I can imagine oh, I wasn't, you know, I didn't say these things when I was a kid. And then I'll hear a parent, you know, quote something. I'm like, oh, I guess. I feel like we have so much wisdom as children and then it just falls out of our brains for a while while we try to figure out who the crap we are 
And then maybe we come back to that space when we're mm. lucky enough. I know that for me, so much of what I do for a living is playtime. So I feel like oh, I've yeah. had to stay really in touch with my kid self. Yeah, you know? I like. Well, so, you've I played don't... kids before, haven't you? I I have. <laughs> Funny you should say. What is that? Do, is that a segue? Is that a segue what is, there? What is happening right well, now? Well, I want to know. Well, talk to me through it because you you've been in a few Call of Duties. Like, um, mm-hmm. if people don't know, you actually played Samantha in Black Ops One. Is that right? Uh, the first one I remember doing. So this is this is how long it's been. Oh, World at War was the it? first Sorry. one. The first one I remember doing was actually it was. Hold on, let me think. Uh, it was it was the moon map. It was the moon map for the resurrection. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. wow! It was the moon map. Was the, that's the first one I remember doing? It doesn't mean I'm correct that that was the okay. first, but that's the first I remember doing. Um, and so, yeah, um, the uh, the German accented um, Samantha has been me ever since. Because on IMDb, you, I, f- I feel like it was World of War was there. Maybe I'm wrong. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that is, that's actually like 13 years ago, more, I think. See, that's why I've, my memory is that it's been 10 years. But then again, yeah. I mean, listen, time, as we discuss it in the zombies world, Oh. It's a little tough to grasp. So, I, you know, you can't hold this against me. I've spent some time in the dark ether now. I just, oh. things are tough, guys. Things are tough. So then you're, were you in Black Ops 2? What other games besides Cold War, obviously? Um, Black Ops 4. Black Ops 2, Black Ops 4, yes. Um, and then now. So now what's your reaction when they're saying you're going to be an operator? You're going to be, you know, playable. I mean, I, you know, Maxis is such a tough character, right? And and um, I know that the, the game is so hardcore and I'm such a softie. Like, I cried. Did you? I cried. Oh, yeah, I, I did. And I'm like, I'm going to be emotional talking about it. And, you know... I feel really close to Samantha Maxis. You know, I have felt close to this character throughout the time I've played her as a child, you know, and the way that we've done the recording process, I've really mostly been aware of her part of the story, which would make sense, right? So I feel, you know, without without getting into like my process as an actor, but like my process as an actor. No, um, I definitely <laughs> feel like, you know, there have been times that I have felt so strongly what's happening to Samantha, to Sam, that it's rocked me. Um, the end of uh, of four of Tagged or Totem, um, Alpha Omega stuff. I mean, I fully cried. Um, in the booth. So, so recording. I wow. have, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's, you know, a lot of that is part and parcel to, you know, the writing. And, um, and it's, mm. you know, it's just, she's a really fascinating character to play. And because she has had traditionally um, a couple different sides to her, you know, 
um, really being able to hold that depth for her as all of a sudden I got into this session just for her to become an adult. I don't know if you know this, but I, I was just told you have a, a session as Samantha Maxis. And I was like, awesome. I love playing this character. I'm so excited. Cool. And I am the person who I tend to kind of dress like evoking a character for myself. So I feel it. Oh, really? I guess I am that person in that process. I'm really sounding like <laughs> no, pretty, honestly, pretty, you know, don't worry. Uh, fluffy right now but um <laughs> flaky um but but i you know i put on my my like slightly get into character dressed yeah. in my combat boots and i show up and they're like so you're an adult and i was like i'm sorry what and i was just <laughs> floored like i just had to sit and there was a whole discussion around like what did that mean um and it was i mean that you know it was emotional for that too it's like i get to I get to like bring her into an adult space and see what she's like. Um, so that first session was all, I mean, almost like a work session. I don't know if what we did in that session ended up in the game. I know that it was a lot of finding her. Um, and then, you know, as we were doing that, that was enough. That was enough for me to be so excited and and so I'm holding this secret and you know she's gonna be a grown-up and I can't tell anyone and then the day they said okay so uh so you're gonna do these these lines and uh and she's gonna be an operator I like totally started crying partially because I wanted to see her have that kind of agency right I wanted mm. that I wanted her to be able to sort of move, I guess, move through her story in a different way. But also I knew this meant she would get to exist in these other parts of Call of Duty. And mm. then the last thing was, I'm such a softy, Dan. I don't know if anybody warned you. I love it. I'm like a don't rainbow worry. wrapped up in a ponytail. So like I kept thinking of the players who had already been message you know sending me messages saying that you know their their dream was coming true to see her you know, know take a bigger role mm. and then i knew how much it was going to mean to everybody to get to have her as an operator so you know it feels like a group effort it feels a little weird you know i i don't know all the people all the hundred million people who play <laughs> call of duty but i have you know i feel like there's a, a connection so i love her too guys i guess that's what i'm saying is that crazy? Did you you obviously saw that graphic or that news that they I had a hundred million players? Like that's I did. Well, how I do did. you comprehend that as an actor to think that? Um, it's well, what I do, Dan. Thank you for asking. Is I take one hundred marbles and I put them around me, and then I take a million <laughs> times that. Look at all the marbles and say, "That's a lot of players." I, I kind of uh, lost myself in the middle of my marble thing, but um, yeah, no, I can't <laughs> comprehend it. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of humans. So do you reckon the character amazing. has developed with you over the years, would you say? I mean, like, have I influenced her? Yeah, or either way. I could. Um, all the jokes about how she could influence me and how I could, you know, how scary that makes me. Yeah, I know. Like, obviously. Um, I, know. I I don't 
I don't know. Uh, I don't have a big enough ego to say that, like, (laughs) I have inexorably, you know, affected her character. Um, Uh, But all I can say is I feel connected. And I can tell you that, um, you know, Craig Houston is in almost, I think he's been in almost all of my sessions. And I know he's, you know, deeply involved in, you know, the writing along with the rest of the team. And my experience is you know, through Craig sometimes or through Amanda Wyatt, who's doing um, my voice direction, um, the experience is uniquely collaborative. So um, I I don't, I I can't tell you what it would be from their perspective. And I, you know, I can just share that it, it feels like we're all figuring out what's right for her. Well, I've got to say you did a bang up job. Just from oh, thank just you. from me, anyway. You you are the thank character. You. They can't replace you now. I don't think. Um, <laughs> thank you. That's lovely uh, to hear. Beyond job security, which sounds great, but no, thank you. That's really lovely. Thank do you. you remember when you saw the operator for the first time? What she looked like? Was mm-hmm. there sketches or what? Mm-mm. No, I, I mean I didn't. I didn't see sketches. I saw. I saw it when everybody else did. No way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. What's that like? So Crazy. That, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, I, I was gathering some information, but I wasn't like, I, I saw the final stuff and was just, I don't know, amazed. And she's, you know, I love that she's badass and I love that she's not putting it on. Mm. You know, there's like a level of badass mm. that, that I fully respect (laughs) and that a lot of, you know, female characters in games can do. Right. Which is like, yeah, I'm going to fuck people up. Like it's this really tough thing, you know? And like, that's, that's a thing. Right. I like that. She's just kind of grounded and sometimes, sometimes understated and, Mm -hmm. and uh, it matches for me. I feel like she, she matches that that core um yeah and seeing her visually was amazing and i also you know i I like that it wasn't i don't know wasn't leaning into little girl space i wasn't leaning into like now she's you know a super soldier like you know what i mean yeah 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 it was pretty grounded joshua asked how how was it recording lost a beautiful song we just played it earlier in the countdown great song talk to us about that how did that come Thank about? Thank you. Thank you. Um, it was uh, moving. I don't like you guys are going to be like, oh, good. It was nice to watch Julie talk about how much she cries. Um, it was, oh, really? You cried again? <laughs> well, just, and that was it was just it, it. It it's a it's a beautiful song. The words, you know, and and you know, Craig Houston wrote the the words to the song. Um, I just answered this question the other day. Somebody said, you know, what's your favorite line that you've gotten to say? And I, I kept finding myself, you know, there were there were other lines I was thinking of, but I like the part that I got to sing, which is, you know, I am I am lost, but I don't want you to find me, which I think is um, mm. just such a, a, a special line, um, I think. And it was uh, it was incredible. It was also like a bucket list thing. Like being able oh, to yeah. sing that's in awesome. game and sing this epic song so and cool. hear that incredible arrangement. I mean, 
Kevin Sherwood did this incredible thing with it. And it's just, it's, it was pretty big to me. And I was really excited. Oh, it's, it's heading yeah. in the millions of views now from last time I checked. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> and again, you knocked it out of the park. Was that hard to sing that Thank one? You. Was that like because it's a it's a different arrangement. Like it's a very different song. Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah, um, I was not aware of where the arrangement would go. Oh. Right? What I did was um, r- like really kind of from a simple demo place. So it. It, I was not, let's put it this way, distracted by any other pieces. It was more of a simple experience, which again made uh, it more personal for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, seeing and hearing where the song, um, you know, journeyed was also pretty wild, you know. It's a, but it, also, you know, it's also a lower place in my register, which is, yeah. which is, you know, sort of a musically technical thing. But, you know, I have a, I have a pretty high singing voice. I've always been a soprano. I've always, you know, done my singing from a from a higher space. And this was like this lower, deeper register, which felt so much more congruent with, you know, Maxis as we know her now. That is that is a special thing though. Not many people can play a character and then have a song in a game. Like you're in an elite group now, you know I, that, don't I you? Just, <laughs> yes, I do. I pinch myself. <laughs> do you think you'll get to yeah. do another song or what? I don't know, but I would love that. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. I mean, anything. Mary had a little lamb. Like, don't worry. I. It's fine. I'll sing the phone book. It's cool. Do we have phone books anymore? <laughs> No, I'll sing my I don't iPhone. Think so. Yeah. Do we do we know do you know where the zombie storyline is going? Can you imagine if I was like, yes, and let me tell you, like <laughs> there goes the job security. Um but the the answer actually is no. And that's um yeah. by design. Um, partially by design in terms of what actors tend to know as we are part of a um a story that is constantly evolving, but also part and parcel to the way I have wanted this to go. Um, again, you know, talking with, and, and again, you know, Craig is part of this incredible team um, and, and speaking with, you know, Craig and, and with Amanda Wyatt and looking at what's coming up, I kind of don't want to know. I like to have it unfold as it does for her. Um, so I will read the script when I get it, you know, usually, you know, pretty close to the recording day. Um, Mm. but I don't, I don't even generally want to know what's happening outside of that unless, unless Maxis is aware of it. Do they give you the script of the whole thing or just your lines? It depends on what it is. Okay. Um, so sometimes it's, you know, a full scene or many scenes and sometimes it's, you know, especially like operator stuff will be a little bit more yeah, yeah. line by line. Is, but, there, um, is there ever a project where they, you know, the story from, let's say, the first game to like, is there ever a project where you know the outline of where it's going for a game or is it always so hidden? I'm trying to think. Um, I, I can't remember... 
ever, except for Vader Immortal, but I was part yeah, of the, yeah. I was consulting <laughs> on it, so I didn't know where we were going or most of where we were going. Um, uh, yeah, I think no. You know, wow. and part of that is, you know, th- thinking about these giant games, you know, mm. um, if I'm doing... You know, if I'm doing a, a Square Enix game or doing a Final Fantasy game, there are so many, you know, pieces of stories that have to be put together. And and I might only know where my character is going or I might only know that storyline, but I won't know the full arc. Occasionally, mm. I'll get into something and have a sense of an arc, but I won't ever be able to have a whole script to read of the whole story. No. Um, you know, and Which... we certainly don't have a lot of information when we audition which is a whole other thing because we have to be able to show that we can really help create a character that we don't know and has probably been scrubbed. So no one knows. So you're like, I'm going to play this person who owns an ant farm. No, actually you're an alien and you've stolen a spaceship. Cool. Great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you, st- cause you've done so many great games and great roles. Are you still auditioning? Like the rest, you're you're not getting, surely you're getting calls now, left, right and centre from game devs. That's such a sweet question. Um, I do Um, audition. I audition all uh, the time. There there are times that, there are times that, um, that I'm offered a wonderful job that I didn't audition for. That, that does happen. But, you know, part of being a voice actor is continuing to put yourself out there and I, I audition pretty much every day, regardless of whether or not someone has handed me a different job. So um, I'm very grateful that there have been people who have said, you know, we just want to offer Julie this or that. It can be a cartoon. It can be um, a video game. But um, I'm also always auditioning, which I really enjoy. I actually really enjoy auditioning. Oh, really? You might be the only one that said said that I've talked to. Or one of the only few. Like, that's also part of my general attitude, though. It's like I want to yeah. find, you know, I, I always, like, find the fun. If mm. I did, I've been doing some coaching lately and, like, oh, really? teaching classes, although I'm not a very didactic teacher. For I'd voice rather, acting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'd, like, someone will bring me in, you know, like, Voice One brought me in. Um, they're San Francisco-based, and they had me, you know, um, teach a class which is more for me coaching like let's work on copy together let's you know talk with the group about how you approach what you're doing um but but like find the fun is the is the best way I can describe the process for me that it it doesn't mean that if I'm you know playing a character who's you know getting completely beaten up or I'm harming somebody or I'm sobbing in the corner that I'm having fun as the character and gleeful in that experience but for me, it's like a feeling of connection. So if I feel connected to an experience, if I can end the session or the audition feeling, I don't know, like there's a deep sigh, like you do when you go do your favorite thing or hang out mm. with the people you love the most and you have this really great time or you even just smile at somebody and they smile back and you have that moment of connection. If I have that, that's a feeling of fun. So as long as I'm maintaining that, I'm able to continue to not only enjoy what I'm doing, but keep it really fresh. I've been doing this a long time and I am still giddy every time I get a job to the point where my agents laugh at me. Oh, they (laughs) laugh at me though. They're like, you've been doing this. I'm like, I know, but they want me. And they're like, yes, Julie, they do. And I'm like, but it's great. 
<laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh, I love that you've got the passion still. That just makes oh, it all yeah, much better. Baron says, "How do you remember getting the role of Samantha Maxis back in Black Ops? Or do you remember that at all?" I will. I will tell you the the uh, the one thing that I really remember, which is that the audition required a German accent. I did not have one in my back pocket. I have a good ear for accents. Um, I I tend to be able to pick them up pretty quickly. Um, and I thought, well, I guess, let me see if I can study this accent and make something happen. So I studied, um, some real people speaking with a German accent as opposed to, um, watching a tutorial or anything. Um, but I was just sort of picking up the feeling of a, a real human speaking with a German accent. Um, and then did the audition and booked it. And I was like, oh, I, I, I have to, uh, have to really know how to do this now. So, <laughs> So I just did a deeper dive on the German accent um, and just kept drilling it. And I remember going to my first session and just drilling this accent over and over again. And I had put it either on, I think, I guess it wasn't my phone at the time, whatever my device was at the time, and just kept drilling the accent so that I felt as confident as possible. Awesome. But I remember that. And I did not know, by the way, no, if the question, if this is the implicit question, no, I did not know what I was getting into. (laughs) I did not know. Surely you get confused by the story. Tell tell me, (laughs) tell me you do. That I do? Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because it is confusing. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's like, surely when you're reading the script, you're like, what is going on here? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but again, that's that's what's been so interesting for me portraying Maxis over the past, you know, since Cold War started, is really letting that confusion be more than okay. Just sort of accepting, okay, well, if I'm confused by this, that's just what I'm feeling or where she is, if that makes sense. Yeah. Not wanting to get ahead of it. I don't want to predict anything. I don't, I don't want to know. I don't, I truly don't want to know where it's going. So when it releases, do you, you straight on YouTube watching cutscenes? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No, you don't I'm, have time I'm, to play. Come on. I'm not doing it. No, I'm t- <laughs> walking my dog all the time my dog's like i have to go out i'm like i'm watching cutscenes. um yeah i mean i i i do i like to watch i also like it's fun for me to watch um you know some of the streamers and their reactions to things when the trailer when the trailer for cold war came out and again i i had not told anybody of course because i'm terrified of ndas i am terrified of non-disclosure agreements I have literal nightmares about them, and I am not oh. kidding you. I have had nightmares. That's I had a nightmare. I've told this story before, so I apologize if you've heard me in an interview and I've shared this before. But no, I had please. a nightmare that someone from a from a, a, a games journalism publication called me up and tricked me into telling them what my role was in an upcoming game, and I woke up in a flipping panic. So anyway, I digress. Dan, you distracted me. I almost lost my train of thought. So when the trailer for Cold War Zombies was coming out and and I knew we were going to find Samantha Maxis in the phone booth, 
and nobody knew yet. Um, I just wanted to watch everyone's reactions and I watched some amazing reactions. I loved just seeing like, is that Samantha Maxis? And I'm like, so, um, yeah. That was cool. Yes, I do. And I do, I do. Um, sometimes I will, I will go back over some of the voice lines. I will admit this. I want to make sure that I'm keeping intact you know, if there's somebody's, you know, collected some of the audio logs and I'm like, okay, well, I want to, I want to revisit where we were. And so, yeah, I find mm. it interesting. So did you see the video of like Samantha Max's um, voice, all the voice lines? Did you see that video that someone put um, together? There are quite a few. Which are you <laughs> referring to? I think it to, was all sir? the battle chatter from war. Oh, uh, was it? Was it the multiplayer battle chatter? I think so. I, I've seen some. I don't yeah. know if it's the one you're thinking of. But why? You have a funny smile on your face. What is it? No, it's what did just, I do? It's just did I do funny. something weird? When I did something weird. When you, when you do the battle chatter, that must be exhausting. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's the last session you do, surely. <laughs> um, there, it's... Uh, it is part of what we do as voice actors yeah. to be able to play that way. Um, you know, I was I was in Last of Us too, and you know, amazing I, game. We did, you know, tw- I don't know how many sessions, 20, 25 million sessions, and they're all in, you know, it's a high intensity. And you know, I've done quite a few, you know, um, shooter games or, or or battle games over the years, and you kind of have to be able to be okay with that unless you are the person who's going to say, I won't do any of it. Um, so are there people like, that? I don't know who won't do it in an sure. industry like this. That's so hard yeah. to get into. Yeah. But I mean, you also have to think there aren't the, the, there are a lot of us who are like career voice actors. There are also a lot of actors who are on camera actors who also do voiceover or who do, you know, theatrical acting. And then also, so, you know, let's say someone is, you know, an avid singer, you know, I was, I was trained originally as an opera singer. I was trained classically. So um, none of my singing teachers would be very happy with the battle chatter that I have done in my life. Um, (laughs) And, you know, I, I think I do a good job of protecting my voice. Um, yeah. But I will tell you that that it took me a really long time um, into my career to, to feel comfortable, confident, frankly, brave enough to say, excuse me, I, I, I need a break. My voice feels like it's breaking. It's hard to do, you know. Yeah, I've been doing this a long time, but you, you know, I've already shared how grateful I am. Yeah, I don't want. Thank you. I don't want to let anyone down. I always want to do. You know, I want to. I want to make this the best it can be for the players. I want to make this the best it can be for the developers who are working so hard to make it so wonderful. And if I fall short, what happens? They you know, maybe they miss a deadline. Maybe that adds more pressure. So I always want to be a team player. Um, So it's hard to then advocate for my own vocal health to make sure that I actually have the stamina to do the next seven sessions they need. It is amazing that they got Cold War out, though, in through COVID. And I don't think people realize how hard that actually is. I mean, I... My first, my first one or two sessions, I think maybe I had two in studio and then everything else has been home studio. 
Yeah. And it was, you know, that's also that's also been wild to be just yeah. in my own little insulated, you know, pardon the pun, but like really insulated experience, you mm. know, and mm. and isolated. Um Yeah. You, know. you you mentioned that um because I I talked to Pierre Michael, who was obviously Hudson in Cold War, and he said he actually did he had oh, to, to Piat. Piat, sorry. Piat? Yeah, Piat. Yeah. And uh, he said he said that he had to um he had to do the efforts for Ian McKellen as Ian McKellen for one of his movies. Is it so that just goes Makes to sense. your point, yeah, yeah. That yeah. not everyone can Oh do well that. that's that's a whole other thing. And he's oh Piat. Piat he's, he's incredible, isn't he? What he, he is can do. Phenomenal. Yeah. He is a really phenomenal actor. And he and I are on some projects together and and I'm always like, dude, you are so good. He's so good. Um and one thing he's he's really, really skilled at doing is is this sort of voice matching and and mm-hmm. um you know imitation. And um and I do quite a bit of voice matching as well, but I, I'm terrible at Ian McKellen, so please don't ask me to do it. It's just it's, <laughs> I, I'm just I'm out of I'm out of voice for Ian McKellen today. Oh, um, but I but I will say that a lot of what we do is invisible. You know, it's supposed to be anyway, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're doing voice matching, the idea is that you, the viewer, are seeing this movie, this cartoon, this, you know, trailer, and you think it's that person, right? If I do my job right, you have no idea that I have voice matched anyone. And mm-hmm. so the trick is to be invisible. So so the whole thing, I mean, I, I know I was joking about ego earlier, but but that's, I think that's something that I love about voiceover, that part of what we're asked to do sometimes is to not be seen. And so much of the industry is about see me, find me wonderful. And social media has made this like, you know, worlds colliding, right? Because I am on social media and I will say, hey guys, look at this amazing thing I'm in. I'm super excited about it. And I am, and I'm grateful and I want to promote the project. Of course. But a lot of the work that I'm doing is also like under the radar. I've done- yeah. I did the um, all of the uh, what is it called airplane safe <laughs> dubbing of uh, an Oscar-winning actress for a film, and so you know really? if you ever on an airplane or you yeah like watching on well you know in my day there was network television like if you ever saw it on network TV or something and you don't want the kids to hear the screaming and the or really the, the cursing you know it's sometimes it's me pretending to, you know, sort of imitating this person's voice, someone else's voice, so that it's seamless. So you've, you have actually done that before. Wow. That's interesting. Oh. It'd be really weird if I was like, no, I was lying. I made everything up. <laughs> I just lied. I Co- lied. No, Coalition <laughs> says, why were you so cruel to Mr. Monkey? He just wanted to play. <laughs> I really can't speak to that. I'm, I'll just say I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've um I've got to ask you here. Chaotic Gamers mentioned yes. it as well. Jess Black okay. from Far Cry. What do you uh, remember from that experience? That was a great game. Thank you so much. Uh, I one thing I remember is it was um, the first time I felt like I was really given an opportunity to um, play a character who stayed uh, dark and grounded and. Um, 
holding, you know, holding her trauma with her in that way. Um, it was an intense experience. It was an intense role. Um, I, interestingly, um, that is the same voice director. That's also Amanda Wyatt. Who She's uh, everywhere, Amanda. Tell you what. She's, she's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and she, she, again, you know, I, I trust her a lot. We've worked together many times. Um, and she's also a friend. Um, we are a wonderful group of, of those of us who get to keep working together. We all tend to, most of us tend to like each other. Um, but yeah, that Jess Black was a, a, a really phenomenal role. And I, um, I was really rocked if you uh, have played all the way through and, and know Jess's uh, backstory. It's, yeah. it's pretty awful. Mm. Um, she, she witnessed and experienced some pretty horrible stuff. And that like, again, I was shaking while doing that. And I, I remember putting myself into a state where I could, you know, imagine that happening to my family, imagining that experience oh, so that, well, that's, you know, part of the job, right? I mean, mm. if I get to play a little fluffy bunny, I get to imagine what it would be like to be a little fluffy bunny. But, you know, yeah, yeah, in yeah. Uh, Far Cry 5, that's not not so much the fluffy bunnies. No, no. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. So that was all, was that voice work only, that one? Voice work only, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So what yeah. actual motion capture have you done? Was it just the, the VR one? Uh, the VR for Vader Immortal, yep. and then um, you know, a couple other things. Oh, okay, okay. You know, I see stuff. what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah so like so what, annoying. I'm big, sorry. big games or what? Just wink at us. Um, I- <laughs> <laughs> it's like I can't wink, and I'm like. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, right. I've had a lot of fun. The mocap stage is a blast. Nice. And it's also really interesting because um, <laughs> I'm not looking for a transition or anything. I honestly want to tell you this. Um, <laughs> I started out in uh, <laughs> I started out in on camera and um, and and when I left on camera, it was partially because partially because I was already working um and enjoying voiceover, uh, but also because I was getting an opportunity um, to to do some writing gigs. But I found that I wasn't sad to leave on camera, and I had been lucky that I was working. But I was very much, um, I don't know, typecast as sort of the same thing over and over. And um, nobody was going to, like, look at me and say, oh, you know, you know who should play this like ferocious creature, you know, who should play that? Like, you know, so, so having this playground that felt so infinite to me was more exciting. So I, I really just left on camera much to the, much to the dismay and shock to the people I know who were just obsessed with staying in that world. I was like, I'm gonna go do cartoons and stuff. Um, and all of a sudden, years later, it's like, okay, well, to stay current, you're going to have to do some uh, performing with your whole person again. We're going to put you on a stage and uh, mm. we're going to have cameras and probably 127 cameras. And I'm like, the hell you say? I thought I left this. But because it requires so much of the same imagination skill, right? I have mm. to be able to picture not the scaffolding I see around me. Right. Not my black suit with the little reflectors all over it. I'm imagining whatever my costuming would be. 
All right. I'm imagining that I'm actually jumping over this cavern when I'm actually jumping from one apple box to another. So because it necessitates more imagination play, um, I, I think I was willing to um, allow myself to enjoy it. Well, now, it, it now really you've got me excited because I, I know just, just being a very big gamer that if there's motion capture involved, the game has usually got some budget behind it. And uh, and I'm very excited to see what you're going to do. So we'll have to have you back for whatever that project is, hey? Um, what about? Well, the- I mean, I, I'd hang out with you again. You seem oh, pretty nice. thank you, yeah. thank you. I appreciate it. So, Last of Us Two. So you were the mm-hmm. is it Sephirite? Is that how you say it? Sephir- um, I was a Seraphite. Seraphite. That's how you say it. Mm-hmm. The Australian accent yeah. doesn't help me out there. No, um, it's, it's all right. I'm, <laughs> I'm working really hard not to slip into whatever my brain wants to do with your accent, which, by the way, terrible. If I try your accent, it's I'm like from oh, come know, on, from give us West. give us something. No, no, come no, on, no, come no, on. no, no, no. Thank Please, you, something, sir. anything. No, <laughs> no. Okay, okay. That bad. Okay. <laughs> I've all tried. right. I'm working on it. How about I work on it next time? We all right. Out, I'll, I'll see if I can. I'll make that my challenge. Um, Piot was actually pretty good at. I think it was pretty mm-hmm. good. But you know yeah. what he's like. He's a he's a he's another another world. Um, so for that game, because mm-hmm. I know they were one of the only games where the NPCs or like the villains, everyone had their own name. Do you know what I mean? Like. Were you were you a few characters, or were you one character with a name, or how did that work? We, I, I think, as you, if you look at the crediting, yeah, the crediting is Seraphite, Seraphite, Seraphite. Like if you look at the end credits, you know, the Seraphites are listed together. Um, so there were times that I know we referred to each other with names, but it's, I'm not sure why it, you know, fell out the way that it did. Um, but you know, the experience of being a Seraphite was I stayed consistent in my performance and what I knew of this voice that I was doing and this, um, I don't know whether I, yes, it's a character, but it's more of like that that iconic experience, <laughs> mm. right? Or that um, kind of enemy, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I didn't alter um, the way I delivered or or held the voice print, um, but I'm I have a feeling that I'm populating the game in many different areas. Ah. So now I'm I've got to go not, back and listen for your voice, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I probably won't recognize it. You're too, too good. Oh, that's nice. Thanks. That's very sweet. <laughs> now, I, I also saw on your IMDb um, searching movie. Were mm-hmm. you in that in some capacity? Because that movie is a banger. That movie is incredible. Um, I actually voice uh, a newscaster in that. So wow. some of the footage that you're seeing with, you know, a news anchor talking and describing, um, I think it's uh. like when they're – well, now I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but yeah. when you're seeing some evidence the of things, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, th- things like that. So I think there are a couple of places where um, my newscaster voice comes up. That's a good movie. Yeah. I'll tell you what. It's a good it's movie. A, some of the best yeah. editing I've ever seen for a movie. And it's just like one of those things that I, again, I didn't know what I was getting into. No, you, know? you wouldn't. I had no idea. 
Yeah. No idea. Well, you know, it's... and that really does happen a lot. Like yeah. we'll go in and do our part of what we do and then that's it. And then later I'll go see that I'm like, that's what I was a part of. Cool. Was that the same for Horizon Zero Dawn, the DLC? Um, I mean, did I know? I think I knew what the game was when I went in. Because um, that was voice only. Because they did do some mocap for that, I remember. Um, I did. For Horizon Zero Dawn, I have a memory of having a head cam on at some point. Yeah. But it wasn't on a stage. So yeah, I think face capture. somewhere in there, there might be a couple of lines that, that had some facial capture. Um, but I'm not sure. And, like, that was the same thing with um, the Spider-Man, Insomniac Spider-Man. Like, I did, there were a couple of things that I did with a head cam. So sometimes it's, like, a little split, little this, little that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's fascinating. Yeah. So what about Batman, the new animated show? I mean, I'm a huge, I'm a geek for Batman animated movies. The- so oh, the new the, the new animated movie, the new oh, movie, Batman yeah, the, the, Halloween. the long Halloween part one and two. I can't wait. This oh is an all star cast. I tell you what, I, oh. you know, and 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 we've already discussed how I I love what I do. I love the projects I get to work on, and I do enjoy telling people about them. And and it probably at some level looks like like oh she just she just wants to compliment all the things. What I can tell you. <laughs> is that I really think this is a special project. Oh. I think Batman The Long Halloween is going to be a really special experience for people. Um, everybody's performance is phenomenal, and the art, the animation is it's just really special, and it matches. It, the story is fantastic, and, I mean, the graphic novel. I'm looking over it. I have the graphic novel. Um, oh, you do? Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I just, I, I know people really love that story. Um, And it's always, you know, there's always a little bit of nervousness, you know, I'm sure on the part of the the people who are really at the helm, you know, really hoping that people like it matching up to their expectations. And um, all I can tell you is that I I really think it's special and, um, and all the stars that you're seeing in the cast, um, they're, they're as wonderful, I think, as you'd want them to be. They deliver. Like, they deliver. So you've yeah, seen it? Have and, you seen and, it, or um, you can't at liberty to say? Um, I, I have, I, I have seen some of the things. I've oh, seen yeah. some of the things. Nice. Mm-hmm. So when is that out? Because I'm so keen for that to drop. I'm. I will have to look it up myself, but I. Think it's this year. There was an announcement yeah. for. Why do I want to say? June. Did I make that up? June? I, I don't remember. For part I think one? they announced. I think so. Can you look it up faster? Than yeah, 22nd of June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Woo! You Saves were right. me from having to pretend that I can well look done. at my phone without glasses on, man. <laughs> that was cool. Oh, shit. I just said that out loud. Oh, well. So will part two come out this year? I don't. Yeah. They haven't announced that, have they? No. Part two would be control of all these things. Yeah, part two you would have recorded though. Already, I'm guessing. Yeah, man, I can't wait for that that uh, movie. Would you? Is that? Do you know the story well? Yeah, I do. Do you know the story? Okay. Yeah, Yeah. 
So it's uh, mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see mm-hmm. how it all plays out in the movie. But you also did the Suicide Squad. Was that did that help you get this gig? You think the the Lego games you've done with Warner, the Suicide, like it must all help. Did it help me get in, the job yeah. in Batman: The Long yeah. Halloween? Does it or not? You know. I- I feel like everything we, I mean, this again, like everything we do leads us to the next thing anyway. Yeah. Um, right. But, y- y- you know, I, I don't think it would hurt. <laughs> um, but it's not but the I, main thing. It's yeah. the, si- well, no, it is. I mean, it's this, it is the same voice director for both, but I mean, he works on lots and lots of different things. Um, but, you know, DC has always been, lovely to me um my first animated series where i was a series regular was the zeta project which was a spin-off of batman beyond so my first regular cartoon gig was in the actually in the batman world wow um, i so, didn't know that uh, yeah and so suicide my, should squad, have better research <laughs> you're, you're still calling out my whole imdb i'm like what else did i do that's cool um uh, yeah, I, I, so so Suicide Squad Hell to Pay was, um, I feel like it was the first time I'd been back in the, the DC, my, my DC homecoming in, in, in a long time. Um, and yeah. I loved playing Silver Banshee. And, and she's a role, you know, that hasn't been played all that often. Um, so so it was really fun to play her. And she's, you know, like, you can see I'm, I'm kind of a sunshiny person. And then I get to play these characters who are not so sunshiny. I know. It's really fun. I thought you'd have more <laughs> sunshiny characters after speaking to you now. <laughs> I have them. I just, I mean, I physically in my, what do I have right Maybe here? I haven't seen them because I'm not playing those, or I'm, you know, I'm not watching those projects. You know what I mean? Oh, you're, so you're not so into the sparkle is what you're saying. I understand. Well, it's like, don't worry about it. What, what's... I'm not insulted. Can you imagine if I was insulted? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sam, Sam, the man here, says, tell Julie she is the best. Aw, thanks, Sam, the man. <laughs> That's a nice thing to say. Thanks. Uh... That's always nice to hear. Who doesn't want to hear that? So who are your inspirations in the business? Is it someone like Jennifer Hale, who I think is incredible, or is it Tara Strong, or who? who's some – I'm guessing they're friends of yours because you've been in the business so long. Yeah, they are, are they? Yeah. <laughs> they are. Yeah. They're really good friends of mine. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, like, I have, I think, a text from Jen Hale waiting when I'm done with it. Like, oh, we're, we're really close. Our our kids were born very near each other. They've played together. We, Jen, Jennifer Hale and I um, actually were working on uh, The Sims Medieval together oh, uh, nice. right after our babies were born. So um, I actually got to to go up early and workshop um, as they were. Boy, am I taking you off track? No. The Sims Medieval. I had done my Sims before, which has a different Simlish sound, and it's sort of for the littles. And um, when they wanted to work on uh, on uh, the Sims Medieval, they wanted a specific sound and accent, and they wanted to play around with it. So they brought me and like a veteran Sims player up north to play around for like six hours in the booth and try to figure out what the sound of it was. And that's when I was ginormously pregnant. And then by the time we started, I was like, I will be happy to come north. I will be bringing my very small munchkin with me. But um, (laughs) Jen and I were both, you know, 
like <laughs> post baby and in the booth together and Oh, um, you'd have to yeah, connect over that. Yeah, for sure. She is wonderful. Mm. She's she's really wonderful. Um yeah, I mean I you know, you won't be super surprised to hear, you know, my um the way I tend to look at all of the creative work we get to do is that because it's by nature collaborative, I feel like art in general is collaborative. Even if you're by yourself painting something, the moment somebody else looks at it, you know, their interpretation, their experience of that artwork has now contributed. So I believe strongly in finding that space of collaboration, which is why I tend to be less competitive and more inspired. I've, so I've noticed that you do, which is really commendable. Like I love that you well, do I that. Really, yeah. Thank you for saying that. I, mm. I I get so excited when I see my friends doing exciting things. And and Kari Walgren is another very dear friend of mine. And she is so incredibly talented. She just posted maybe today, maybe yesterday. I don't know. It's 2021. I don't even know what day of the week it is. But um, she posted like some little, you know, montage of a bunch of different voices. And they're all so different. And I find it so inspiring. And yeah. anytime I can, I can allow myself to feel excited by, inspired by someone else's art. I'm looking for a way, not that I can imitate it, but that I can, I can stretch too. So I am inspired by, yes, of course, Tara Strong and Jennifer Hale and Kari Walgren and Courtney Taylor. And um, I mean, so, so many wonderful performers. Um, and, you know, I also love seeing the rise of newer performers like Erica Ishii, who is incredible. And, and you know, seeing some of the new guard come in, you know, and it's it's also really fun to to watch them soar and, and see them take their own space. She was in something recently. What was it? Oh. She was just announced as part of Apex Legends. That's right. Yes, Apex yeah. Apex Legends, yeah. And she's so genuinely passionate about this work and 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 really so talented. Um she and I were on a panel together uh, actually with Sissy Jones and and uh Noshir Dalal and um uh anyway, it was it was a a lovely experience sort of watching Erica and Noshir talk about, you know, what it's like to just like to be kind of the newer but mm. still rising, you know. Well, um, make sure when you talk to these incredible women, just make sure you remember this. Your favourite interview you've ever done is with done. Dan Allen Gaming, okay? Just My remember that. My favourite interview I've ever yeah. done is with Dan. Yeah. Okay, I've memorised it. That's fine. Thank you. <laughs> just, I did it like I was doing mocap, so you have to really know your lines then. Uh, Dan, I'll be happy to tell them. Happy. <laughs> um, They're wonderful. Beren says, what was your favorite memory of playing Samantha Maxis? Well, that's a tough one. There's probably a Ooh. few. Yeah. I mean, the younger, the older. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, so it's tough. I, um, I, I, <laughs> I have very much enjoyed doing her crazy laugh. Um, as a child and uh, some of the nursery rhyme uh, type of sing song demonic um, experiences some of those uh, have been delightful to uh, to portray is that something you can turn um, on or do you have to like warm up to get into that stuff um if I'm really gonna do 
like a, if I were if I were going to do like a long session with any kind of because that's a that's a high pinched a yeah. pinched sound yeah. with a lot of rasp. Um, I would need to really warm up, and all my warm up is always singing. I have a whole playlist that I use usually when I'm driving somewhere, but now that I'm in my home, I have to kind of figure out a different way. Um, but I, cool. I sing through a whole playlist, um, which begins with like musical theater and does it and, begin and softer? Opera. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it begins, it begins a little softer. Um, but at the end it's like a, a big Italian aria, um, <laughs> which is, which, but like, oh, you have to imagine, like going to, yeah, like, but yeah, that's actually. So <laughs> on my way to all of my last of us sessions where I'm having to slash throats, have my throat slashed, <laughs> like all, I am in the car singing <laughs> on the freeway. <laughs> like, oh, that's my brilliant. high C. Yeah. Um, but you asked me another question and it left my brain. Does anyone remember what we were saying? Your oh, favorite. Favorite moments. Yeah, yeah, favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to forget the question. See? Um, so other favorite moments, they're more collected for me. Um, I have, I see, I didn't, it was hard to say, look away, Eddie. Um, but again, going back to um, that for me, connection is the point that I connected with that experience so much that again, fun sounds weird, but it was an emotional experience. Um and telling him to look away was kind of deep. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. Carlos, <laughs> Carlos here says, tell Julie she's beautiful. Thank you, Carlos. That's really <laughs> sweet. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Have you have you had an outpour <laughs> of more messages for this role more than any? Or I have. Yeah. I have. It's been it's been really um I would say 99.999 repeating percent positive and wonderful. I've had a, a, um, a couple of experiences with um, sort of like random trolling things, which I hadn't experienced before. So it's still a little novel, but generally um, that's more like just sort of like more odd messages. But I would say everything people share with me about their experience of you know, Samantha Max says playing as her or knowing that she was becoming an adult or actually, you know, had many wonderful messages from people saying, you know, she was my childhood and this is my dream to have her, you know, be playable or to, to see her, you know, take a more adult space. Um, and it's been really wonderful. The, the community has been incredibly kind. Um, you know, we talked about what it, what it's like when you have a known property, you know, with Batman along Halloween and hoping that people will love the interpretation. Yeah. You know, there was a little part of me going, I hope, I hope the players enjoy what we're doing, you know, to give an adult Maxis to the world. So um, it yeah. has been really wonderful that that people have been so um, positive and, and, and really welcoming. And I'm you know, I'm, I do watch, I watch reaction videos and I watch the cutscenes, And I also, I do like to see what the players are saying. I know you're not supposed to read the comments. Um, but you do. I think I can do, I think I can do a pretty good job of like grading on a curve, you know, like I don't, mm. I don't have to believe 
something that says something is perfect and I don't have to believe something that says like, you know, something is horrible. So like, I, I don't really, and the bulk of it has been so positive. Um, but, Which is but good for ecology, you know, that's a, it's a, it's a difference. You know, there's a lot of people in, you know, I don't want to say it's, it's not a toxic community, but there is, because because it's such a big scale, there are more, um, you know, younger kids that aren't as polite as some other kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But for the most part, I, I really feel like I've been very lucky. And, mm. um, you know, I also, I, I don't know if it's a thing about having done this for a long time or just having the perspective to know that everybody really is entitled to their own opinion. If something isn't for someone, that's okay. Like, and if someone's having a really tough day and they're mad or they have to shout about it, that's okay. Mm. Um, you know, I'm, I am not going to let that shift how positive the experience has been. And especially the response that I've gotten, I'm not going to let that, you know, I'm not going to hold on to that one thing. Um, and so I really do like seeing everybody's experience of playing and, and the whole cold war story, you know, it's been, it's really cool. You know, I like, you know, Bruce is, Bruce Thomas is is also a friend of mine, and I really oh, yes, enjoy yeah. seeing him. You know, play Adler, and and um, you know, it's it's cool to see everybody really appreciate the work that goes into it. And and I um, now I sound like I'm I've been put up to this by by my my t shirt, but this is for me. I promise. Um, the 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 people who are creating these games are incredibly passionate about what they're doing. And uh, it is a reason why I, I really love working on this project. And, and it's, it's really very, very true. Like they put, they pour their hearts and souls into it and they really want it to be great. And so, you know, that's another part of that collaborative experience. Right. I love you. So Positivity. How mushy I am. I love like, it. I'm so mushy and you, and you guys are like, cool, we're going to go out and shoot some zombies and i'm like isn't it beautiful like <laughs> yeah there's a bit of a contrast that's all right i know <laughs> that's all right uh is people keep harassing harassing me here to say if you could oh. if you could do anything in the voice anything at all can you can you um, shut them up or is it too can i shut them up <laughs> can you shut them up they just keep asking <laughs> they really want to hear it i know i know um, you're on the spot <clears throat> Uh, 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 I'd have to sort of, it's really funny because I have to sort of shift my brain to get into it and think about what it would be. Just do you want me um, to do this? Do you want me to pretend to be a zombie? I could do the voice very well. Um, <laughs> I'm going to pretend I can't hear you just to be like, oh, I'm sorry. Can you do that again? Um, that was, can I just, can we just, can I actually get an A, B and a C on that? Can you do that? But make it like at the end like a longer scream. Yeah. Um, good luck voice directing yeah. me as a uh, zombie. I, I, would, I would say um, <sighs> uh, I can't do that, Viva. I have to stay in the field. There you go. That shut him up. That'll shut him up. I <laughs> uh, love it. Garrett says, uh, has Julie ever considered doing music projects in the future? Maybe an album mm. or something because you've got the Aww. voice. I want to hear Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I I haven't in terms of like a, a big project. Um, I do have a, a, a song and it's good. 
don't know why I'm trying to sort of qualify it, but um, mm. I had written a lullaby when my kid was a baby and um, it's all produced and, and really lovely. And at some point I will actually get it out there. I just haven't done that yet. Um, but I'm not really a songwriter. Um, I certainly would be happy to do more music. Um, and there are times that I am asked to sing for my work in cartoons and in games. And for right now, that's what it is. But, um, but I would love to do more singing. I'm, again, I tend to walk through the doors that I see in front of me. I'm a driven person, but um, I'm not right now I'm not saying, oh, I, I have to make an album. Um, yeah, yeah. That I really, I would absolutely do more singing. But you just don't have the time, probably. The, you're just constantly working. I'm too working. busy watching reaction videos, Dan. You're too We've busy working. Established this. You're too busy, too busy working. working on big True. games. Uh, fortunate to uh, to be able to nod at that. Everyone here is saying they're very excited to see where the zombie story goes next. Um <laughs> Sting Stingray here says, sending love. Thank you mm. for this wonderful interview. Oh, thank you for saying that, Stingray. Thanks for hanging out. I'll give I you really a couple more because I know you've, you're a very busy woman. Um, so just any any um, any advice for people, you know, creative people or people wanting to be a voice you know, in the voice game mm. that you can give? Just, just some top-line stuff. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I mean – Look, we, you know, voice acting, most of us will tell you, you know, the background needs to be acting and performance. Um, you know, I was already acting when I went into voice acting and I got into voice acting because someone insulted my voice. Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I was doing a, um, a, I was on a TV show and I wanted to see what the fans thought of me. And see, I do. I read comments. It's been a thing. And uh, I went, this was a long time ago, I went on TV message boards and uh, and someone had said, and again, I apologize if you've heard me say this before, but this is the quote. Uh, She's real pretty and all, but I have to turn the volume off on my TV because it's like Alvin and the Chipmunks have invaded my living room. And I was like, huh. So this was for a soap opera that you did. This is for a soap, yeah. And I was like, first of all, screw you. Second of all, that sounds like a great career. <laughs> so I was already you know, trained as a performer and had a lot of experience and then was able to to really segue into voiceover. But if, if a person feels like I want to play with my voice or people say I have an interesting voice, it's really important to get that acting training and to, to really understand how to work with the creation of a character, how to understand, you know, a way to approach the words on the page so that they don't feel like you're reading. So it feels like it's happening in the moment. Um, Bradley Baker has created a website that is I want to be a voice actor.com. It is a great resource. How do you get that username? I want I, <laughs> he's fancy. He can make the voice of a cricket. He can do anything. <laughs> D. Bradley Baker is incredibly talented. Oh, yeah. Um but but my general my general advice, I don't know that I have the right to give anyone full-on advice here, but um is I think it's important to to visualize less of I'm the star of this thing, less concretizing what the goal is and more the feeling, 
right? So if the feeling you want to have is, I want to play, I want to feel like a badass, I want to explore this, then the goal isn't so attached to an outcome. The goal is an internal experience because there is room for a lot of people to do voiceover. There, there is, there's a lot of content and it's wonderful. And to make this the only thing you do, yeah, it's going to take a lot of work and a lot of time and some money to invest and classes to take. There's also a world in which you can approximate that feeling as well. So does it turn into reading books at your local library to children? Sure, it can. Why not? Right? Can it mm. turn into audiobooks? Sure. Can it turn into... Right? So there are ways of of playing with it without being so attached to, I have to get to this level or it doesn't count. Our dreams mm. get to count no matter how big or small they may be in terms of outcome. The experience, the internal experience is always big. That's pretty good advice. <laughs> I'll tell you what, for a quick answer, I mean, you, that is very, very good advice. Um, Couple of random questions here, just personally. Okay. I want to know your favorite movie or favorite movies. Um, I have seen uh, Shawshank Redemption many, many times. Ten out um, of ten. Uh, yeah, that's an incredible movie. Um, I also think Inside Out is oh, yeah. uh, phenomenal. Um, you know, again, internal, external, colorful, mm. animated, all the things I love, um, psychology. I was shocked um, by that movie, how good it was. I didn't expect yeah. it. Yeah. It was a really deep, wonderful movie. Um, mm. uh, I was just watching, um, I actually really love Stranger Than Fiction. Um, I was just watching that again the other day. Um, those are some movies that I love, but I'm just really off the top of my No, that's fine. Noggin. And what are, what are you watching lately in terms of TV or streaming? Is there anything you could recommend or you don't watch? No I, time. I, I begin watching things. This is what I Never do. Never finish? Like I watched... Yeah, so so I'll I'll have this wave where I'll go. I don't, I don't I don't have that much work to do tonight. I'm gonna let's watch WandaVision, and I get so excited, and I watch a couple episodes, and then the next day I have 15 auditions, and I have two jobs the next day, and I am like, oh shit, what happened to the thing? Sorry, can we curse on your show? Um, we can. What now. happened to no, the no, thing? No. Yeah, sorry. You can. Yeah. No, no, no. I, you can. I, did it's that. All good. I think I dropped an F bomb in like the first. Yeah, you did. I think sorry we're all good. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to ask at the top. I, I curse a lot. Um, I like words. Uh, yeah, so that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and another random one iCarly. You were in an episode of iCarly. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but again, wow. that's a voice thing. That's a voice oh, thing. It's just it wasn't also a... in Side Hustle, oh, which is okay. another, like, you know, one of those, a Nickelodeon thing that oh. um, I did a voice. So on iCarly, I believe I was a Swedish standee. A standee is like a, a life-size cardboard cutout. Um, and for yeah. whatever reason, this woman was speaking in Swedish and then with her Swedish accent, which again, apparently I can do on the fly. Um, so yes, I did that for iCarly, <clears throat> and but then no Australian. Uh, for side hustle. No, um, no, <laughs> no Australian. No. Australian. Oh, okay. No there Australian. you go. I knew it was in you. I knew it. <laughs> you knew it was in me. I try, but I'm always. That's one that I'm like. You can tell I'm really insecure about that one, and I think it would it would happen even if you were not Australian. But I am insecure about that one. Um, but I do a lot of. 
we do a lot of British voices from RP to, you know, certain areas of London. Um, I've done Russian quite a bit, um, playing Crimson Widow on uh, Avengers Assemble yeah. uh, for, for Disney XD. Um, and that, That's cool. you know, playing playing her, you know, she's the, the Yelena Belova uh, form. So we have um, Laura Bailey playing um, Natasha Romanov. And um, for me to get the right Russian accent, <laughs> I studied a Ukrainian accent. Because the Russian accent um, was was making it harder to understand. So I kind of lilted a little bit toward a Ukrainian. So I kind of blended the two. Um, Ah. That was my little little trick. So what voice don't you do? That's the better question. Well, Ian McKellen. Remember the beginning? (laughs) We were just talking about that. See, full circle. Um. Uh, what a way! What a full circle moment. So, are there any up any upcoming projects you can talk about? Anything? Oh, you know the deal. I mean, I, I yeah. would love to. I, you know, I really I, I meant what I said. Like, I, I, I am afraid of non disclosure agreements. Um, I, I am very excited about that Batman along Halloween. Yeah. Um, but there are a couple of things that I think will be announced pretty soon um, that I'm excited about. And I usually shout about them on my socials, um, which are really just Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. So Um, where can people find you, Julie? Instagram and Twitter, Julie underscore Nathanson. Beautiful. um, At both. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. No cameo yet? No cameo yet. I, I haven't wrapped my mind around that. What do what do people what do what do actors think of cameo? Do they are they fans of it? Is it a bit hesitant at the moment, or do you know? I mean, I have I have friends who are definitely into cameo and and who have done, yeah, you know, have enjoyed doing it, and especially have have shared, you know, like in our friend group, someone will say, you know, I got to I got to lift someone's spirits today, which that part of it attracts me. Um, I don't know, I I I haven't. Up until this period of my life, I haven't done a lot of like the appearances and the autograph stuff. It again just hasn't really been something that I've moved toward. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm accepting it more now. And I just, you know, I just did the GalaxyCon Live thing and did a streamily thing. So um the yeah. GalaxyCon Live, we had some uh some like people bought zoom time to hang for a couple minutes and talk and i got to interact with some really lovely fans um so you know i'll i'm i'm open to it it's just not something that i've rushed into yeah yeah no it's (laughs) awesome that's amazing well it's been an absolute pleasure to chat with you julie i've i've had a lot of fun the last hour and a me too hour and a bit thank you for coming on thanks for having me over thanks for (laughs) Reaching out and inviting me to the party. No worries. And you know I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to come back. We've had too much fun. <laughs> if you right. if you'll come I back. I don't mind that. If you'll come I back. don't mind that. I'd be happy to come back. You've been a delightful host. The appetizers were delicious. Oh, thank you. And that was the main course. I appreciate course. that I don't have to clean up after the party. So it's great. <laughs> it worked out really well for me. Awesome. <laughs> Well, guys, again, Julie Nathanson, follower. I've got the links in the description, Instagram and Twitter, and uh, look forward to uh, some upcoming projects, Julie. Thanks.
Thank you so much. And thanks for having me on. And thanks everybody for watching and listening and being so incredibly supportive. I really appreciate it. No worries. Thank you, Julie. Take care. (laughs) Talk to you soon. You too. Bye.